Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the In All Fairness podcast. Uh, <laughs> there we go. That's that's a great way to start. I'm excited. Yeah, me I'm too. Me yeah. too. Uh, my name is Andrea Bridges-Smith, and here with me is my co-host, uh, Mike Bridget, a.k.a. Mike Dynamo, a.k.a. Fantasy, <laughs> like a.k.a. A- this motherfucker has a lot of stage names. Slow your <laughs> I'm, I'm not a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> I think I'll get like one name. Maybe yet. Yet. Yeah. The night is young. You don't know what's going to happen. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe Method Man will be such a fan of this podcast. Yeah. Yo, yo, I need you to join the Wu-Tang. You want to do an album with me and Red Man? Maybe that's what we'll do. That is a terrible Method Man impression. You do it better with me. (laughs) Don't have it. (laughs) Do not have it. I default mine's better than yours. I think I'm the impression. (laughs) All right. We've been recording for four seconds. Mike's already winning. It's good, good times. Uh, so uh, to tell you guys a little bit about what you can expect, um, we know that in all fairness, sounds like it's probably an NPR podcast. Uh, it's not, but we are totally willing to sell it to NPR for some of that uh, sweet ass public radio money. Absolutely. In fact, we even wouldn't even be bad if you told people it was like NPR. Like, I'm not going to correct you. Yeah, no, we'll, so, we'll allow it. On Facebook. Yeah. We're like a judge. We'll allow it. Yeah, we'll allow it. Yeah. Mills Lane. <laughs> Objection overruled. <laughs> And in fact, we actually, uh, we are both capable of doing a very good NPR voice. Uh, Mike, do your best NPR voice. Just want to thank everybody for coming in to All Songs Reconsidered. (laughs) Um, You know, this first band I noticed uh, when I was actually touring the Southwest, uh, they just, just a really big sound, really big sound in small package. There's actually only half a person in this band. I mean, he's actually split down the middle. So he's got one right arm and one right leg, and he makes some of the biggest, biggest sounds that a person like that could make. He's going to be great. This is going to be great. And here you go. This is, um, this is half a man by half a man. <laughs> that was good. That was, that was informative, but also soothing. I like that. <laughs> that's, that's the NPR way. Yes. Yes. You want to hear mine? Yeah, do it. This is very good. I'm known for this. Today, Bolivian rebels stormed the Latvian embassy in an apparent failed attempt at a coup. Michelle Ndege Ocello has the story. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know she's a musician, but I think she has the perfect NPR name. (laughs) She does. But, like, seriously, what's the story? Oh, with that voice? No, I'm convinced now. I want to hear the story. (laughs) That's how convinced I don't know. I just mashed some country names together and it seemed to work out. (laughs) Michelle and Deggy Ocello starts doing the news now. That was great. I know. She should. She She's, should be introduced every day. I don't see why she couldn't be a, a multiple threat. I'm know. an underrated musician. <laughs> yeah. We don't hear about her enough. She's not really underrated. Yeah, no. When, when you do hear about her, she you hear good things. Yes, that's true. That's she's true. She's good. So, anyways, uh, so not an NPR show. Basically, uh, it's just mostly to hear, to talk about what's going on in the world and to have some fun. Uh, so, Mike and I have known each other a long time. So, uh, Mike, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and about how it all how to started Mike in ninth grade in Katy, Texas, <laughs> small hamlet outside of Houston, where the champions call home. Uh, <laughs> Andrew and I both went to Katy High School, um, big Texas high school and whatnot. And because we have uh, B names, like her name is like three quarters of my name, that's why we sat next to each other like the first day of school in the ninth grade. Bridges, Bridget, bada bing, bada boom. And anytime Mm -hmm. we did anything where there was, um, you know, had to be in alphabetical order, then we would see each other. Exactly. And then we went to college together. Yeah. And hey, then... but, 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 but before we leave Katie, yeah. we also have to know your of your latest moniker, Miss Bridges Smith, which is the greatest person Katie Texas has ever produced. That is that is the very nice. The greatest person. That's Katie very nice. I thought greater it was Greater than you. Renee Zellweger. <laughs> greater than that chick who looks like Renee Zellweger who was on Xena. Who? She played Gabrielle, also from Katie. I never watched Xena. <laughs> Fuck your life. <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a long section of time where I don't get any of your references. So I apologize in advance. No, you'll, you'll, you'll catch up. You're gonna go home. You're gonna turn on Netflix. You're gonna watch Xena. Okay. You're gonna be like, wow, I wish I would have watched this. It probably would have made me a lesbian. Okay. Cool. Uh, I don't know how my husband's gonna do with that. He's gonna he- be like. You should watch this. He's like, probably going to make me a lesbian. <laughs> he might already be a lesbian. I'm not sure. <laughs> Lucky. I want a lesbian. Lesbian. 
Uh, good times. Uh, so, um, getting into our uh, our top stories, uh, the very first thing I want to talk about, uh, paradoxically, is football, uh, because I, I don't like football. Well, Katy, Texas is all about football. Exactly. And I was in Model UN. So, if that tells you anything about how I feel about football, I was also the French club president for three years. Really? Three years. That's uncanny. Yeah. I was also a founding member of the Geography Club. I think, you know, what I'm telling you is that uh, football is not all up in my wheelhouse. No, that's okay, because I'll put it like this. I played football at mm-hmm. Katy, Texas. Yeah. You know, the, you know, I was there when we won state championship. I was there the next year when we had to forfeit our opportunity to go to yeah. the state championship. People are still and crying in their beer about they that. They are. They yeah. are. And I'll tell you right now, the football is not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I hate football. Yeah. I can't stand football. All the bad things in America (laughs) all go back to football. I couldn't agree more. Football is a microcosm of capitalism. (laughs) Football is a meat grinder that just takes in young men and spits them out at a rate even faster than the military. Mm -hmm. And leaves people with nothing but injuries, broken brains, and concussions. Meanwhile, only 1,300 guys will ever be playing in the NFL at one given time. Mm -hmm. And of course... Half those guys can only, I mean, most of those guys only make it for three years, three years. Oh, here's a million dollar contract. Well, you only got that money for three years and then you're out. And of course, nobody's going to check out to spend that money because they don't give a shit. And because you've been <laughs> bouncing your brain off the inside of your skull since you were like nine years old, yep. apparently you're an idiot and you're going to do idiot things. And you're going to be an <laughs> asshole and you're going to drive really fast like that Sheldon guy and with kids in your car or you're going to punch your wife in the face because, you know, domestic violence in the NFL go together like peanut butter and jelly. Sure. Everybody knows that. Yep. And so, and then you got to be a real man. You got to walk it off. You can't be injured. You can't be hurt. The team needs you. The team <laughs> It needs you. You need to win. You need to get up and go do it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how you feel. Doesn't matter how you're going to do. Doesn't matter what your brain's going to do. Doesn't matter if you're going to walk off field and then keel over and die. They don't give a shit. Because they don't even want to pay for your bills. Football is the worst. It's the worst. It destroys lives. And now they got high school kids running into referees because the referees make bad calls. Yeah. That's your football. That's, uh, you know, it, it sounds like you haven't thought about it at all. I never think about you it. You just feel it. I'm above that. Yeah. I'm above Yeah. I'm above thinking about football. I will say, though, it did recently bring me joy. Really? Not football itself. Okay. We're but a story you. about football right. brought me joy, as football often does not. Uh, so, uh, I guess it was a couple weeks or so ago, uh, there was this athletic director at UT, Steve Patterson, who resigned after, I think, being encouraged by everyone ever to do so. <laughs> okay. And um, what, what, really, what really got me about this story is that before he resigned, uh, when they were playing a game, someone actually flew a plane over the field with a banner on it that said, Patterson must go. Wow. That is some cold shit right there. <laughs> I mean, you mean someone actually invested their own hard-earned money yeah. to hire a pilot yes. so he could fly a plane over the stadium during a game Yeah, that said, the athletic director must go. Yes. Not a player, not a coach. No. <laughs> but the actual athletic director. Who you never see on TV. I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that, that's even worse than things I've seen on professional wrestling. Yeah, I think uh, the worst that I've ever heard at work is, I don't care for your ideas, but no one's ever gotten air traffic control involved <laughs> to tell me that I was bad at my job. Like, that is cold. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> but I mean, like, doesn't, like, why, why did they want to fire the guy? You, you know, oh, I don't know. I, I, I stopped reading after the plane banner. <laughs> wow, that's going to top this. I guess what, I'm out. Yeah, what else was there? That's I guess they're not winning enough. I guess not. But again, not attacking the coach, attacking the athletic director. Sure. You know, and now I have to support UT football, University of Texas, because they got a black coach. Yes. And I'm racist. So <laughs> support black coaches in football. All right. You know, Coming out as a racist. So whenever there's some more black owners in football, yeah. maybe then I'll stop hating on it so much. Meat grinder. So yeah. right now, how many black owners are in football? As far as I know, zero. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, zero. You know, remember when Jay-Z on the Nets? Right? Remember when that was like a big story? Like Jay-Z. Vaguely, rapper yes. Rapper Jay-Z on the Nets. So, uh-huh. you know, like, you know, you got a couple of black owners in, in basketball. You got uh-huh. your Mike, I think Michael Jordan on the team. I think uh, Matthew sure. Johnson might be on the team. Absolutely. But you know how much of the Nets Jay-Z actually owned? How much? Like, 
half a percent. All right. And well, that, fuck, the, the I own that much of, that, of the nets. The size, <laughs> right. We all own the percentage. Yeah, yeah. Like the size of the story and, and, and how big they hyped that up at the time. Uh, turned us into this really big deal. You know, we've got a rapper. He's one of you, et cetera, et cetera. We're moving the team to Brooklyn. Da, 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 da. Half a percent. Like, Jay-Z's worth like $600 million. And half a percent is what he could, was, is the amount of team he could get. Yeah, that's, something's wrong. And something's really wrong. Because rest assured, that whole meat grinder thing, that yeah. whole capitalism thing, sure. these guys getting murdered over and over and over again until they, you know, playing football until they kill themselves. Right. Goes right back to this notion that however much money that the guys on the bottom are being paid, mm-hmm. that the guys on the top are making a ton of money. Far more money than they're paying these 1,300 guys in the NFL. Yeah. Or in the case of college, not paying these kids at all. Or in the case of high school, not paying these kids at all. Right. Right. You know, high, high school football at a program like Katy brings in like $2 million a year. Yeah. Right. Just football. Right? And they don't have to spend any of that on kids' salaries. Do you know how many lollipops I had to sell for French Club? How many lollipops? Like a fuck ton of lollipops. A ton of lollipops? <laughs> what, was it a metric? We didn't know. Yeah, metric fuck ton. Not customary? No, oh, no. They more. they use metric in France. That's so way, way more <laughs> that's what lollipops. we were selling in. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, exactly. So we, we weren't getting that football money. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, football makes all the money. And it's like, yeah, but where does it go? Where it goes it go? right back in there. Right back in the football, yeah. right into the coach's pockets. Yeah, new field house. Another fun fact. Mm-hmm. Highest paid state employee uh-huh. in like 48 out of 50 states sure. was a coach. Yeah. And most of those football coaches. Yeah. And so and I am not... dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen. I am not pro that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so I mean, it's, 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 it's terrible. And I, I keep writing articles about how terrible I think football is. Um, but... You know, once once now that they know that people, kids get concussions and it makes them, literally makes them dumber, yeah. maybe, uh, you know, a few kids won't play year after year until it makes a dent. Well, I have, uh, I have two sons, uh, one's four and one's 18 months, and neither one of them is going to play football. Uh, the four-year-old, because he's uh, about as big around as a pencil, <laughs> and we we are literally bribing him with spare change to eat food right now wow. because he's just not interested that <laughs> so does not say a lot about your cooking <laughs> if he would eat anything i would cook i would be delighted but and then the youngest one he's just i don't know he's he's probably going to be big enough to play football because he eats all the damn time but he's too cute and i'm just not going to let it happen so <laughs> well you're a smart mother who loves your children i wish there were more mothers who love their children as much as you do and would not let them play <laughs> well football. i think everybody loves their children no, but you, let you your know kids play football, you don't <laughs> Okay, okay, taking a stand. Yeah, I am taking a stand. Okay, all right. I probably have CTE right now. I'm probably dumber. You know, have you ever had that checked out? Have you ever gone to a doctor to have it checked? Why would I? You can't get it checked till you're dead. You have to cut your brain out and look at it. Well, can't they do some sort of like, you know, scanny thing? No. That's a scientific term. They're coming up with some scanny things. Okay. Um, A lot of times they'll diagnose, like it, it can be misdiagnosed as like dementia or Alzheimer's, okay. or ADD. and as far as I know, I don't even know if it just compounds, even if you stop playing, yeah. what if it just keeps getting worse? There's a lot I don't know about it, but yeah. I'm totally going to go see that Will Smith movie where he plays a Nigerian doctor. Oh, I totally want to go see yeah, that. Concussion. Yeah. yeah. And Will Smith is all like, what are these people doing? Like he goes, I, can't, I can't do the Nigerian accent. I no. do it about as well as Will Smith. You're 0 for 2 on impressions today. Yeah. 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 That's, that's like my thing. I, that's all practice. Yeah, we'll, we'll work up to that, so... Uh, one thing that uh, that did just come out is uh, somebody leaked this to the media. It's a uh, it's a letter actually that goes out to all the new football players in the NFL uh, from Roger Goodell. Uh, so for anybody who hasn't heard that yet, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, and read this to you. Yeah, we do your NPR voice when you do it. Uh, no, I'm just gonna do my regular voice. Oh. I don't want you to fall asleep. It's too soothing. That's the problem it's with my NPR voice. Yeah. Okay, I like how it's like a superpower. Yeah, you no, it's rob banks with it. Then. No, it's it's better for if you've just had like a really bad day. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Here it goes. Uh, dear new football player, on behalf of the entire league and staff, I'd like to say welcome to the NFL. We're very happy to have you. Before you get started, there's just a few quick things we want to make sure we cover. Number one, the NFL will be providing you with the nearly endless supply of the following. Money, dinero, cheddar, greenbacks, dollar dollar bills, y'all. People cheering for you to be good at your job. People who like you so much that they buy clothes that have your name on them. People who think you're so special that they want to use your face to sell stuff. 
immunity from legal problems, beautiful women who want to get with you, tolerance of your least attractive personality traits, and access to controlled substances. Not officially, but I mean, come on. Many players have trouble maintaining what we like to call perspective under these circumstances, but we'd appreciate it if you'd at least try. Number two, we'd also appreciate it if you didn't do anything terrible where there might be a camera. And there are a lot of cameras. There's actually an entire industry of very large cameras that will be pointed at you. There are security cameras, surveillance cameras, and everyone has video recording available on their phone in their pockets at all times. You will have a camera that you will use to take pictures of yourself, probably doing something terrible. We just appreciate it if you didn't do anything at all in front of a camera. Ever. Please just don't do things. Number three. Okay, yes, your job is to hurl your very large body into other very large bodies to create a sea of battering rams, but please try not to get hurt, okay? It's a real bummer when you people get hurt, and it costs us money. If you do get hurt, the best thing to do is man up, because you are, after all, a man. And not just any man. A very large manly man. A masculine man. And masculinity is the most important thing in the world ever. So walk it off, pussy. (laughs) Number four, the brain trauma thing. We totally get that you're concerned about that, but don't worry. We have a legal fund set up so that if your job results in you getting some terrible brain disorder that makes you depressed or violent or suicidal or forget everything altogether, you can have money. Not to fix any of your problems, but just, you know, for money. Alrighty then, that's about it. Thanks for joining the NFL. Let's get out there and put some points on the board. Sincerely yours, Raj. Wow. Wow. That that Roger get that wow, he is he's definitely on it. Yeah. I, I appreciate the way he really looks after those those players. Yeah, no, he wrote him a whole letter and everything. Yeah, so really who cares? That you could feel the 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 heartstrings that he was tugging on as I he could. as he typed that out. Absolutely. Personally. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? Let, let me let me go ahead and just say this. Uh-huh. Right. Despite my own feelings about football. Sure. Know, I feel that it's one of the more toxic things about our culture as it mm-hmm. stands today. Yeah. I will say that people still should have the right to watch whatever they want, support what they want to support. Mm-hmm. And to quote the great Doug Stanhope, you know, football, uh, yeah, I know football is stupid, but it's my stupid. So, you know, people should enjoy what they want to enjoy. They should just know that when they let their kids play, yeah, <laughs> what's going to happen to their kids. And, uh, yeah. and they might want to reconsider you know, keeping that meat grinder churn. Exactly. The more you know. <laughs> Just, you have to picture a star wipe with that. Yeah, that that's how star that goes. <laughs> All right. So now that we've pissed off uh, football players and football player mamas, uh, do you want to dive into uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter versus Blue Lives Matter uh, fracas? <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, that is a very, very... For me, it's a non-traversy, right? Okay. Like, I feel like there's this this aspect of this entire debate that keeps coming back up, right? Like, you're not allowed to advocate for, like, a, a disenfranchised group without making a enfranchised group feel uh, like they want, well, they want to do that too. In fact, let's step away from this Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives thing. Matter. Okay. And let's look at it from a different lens, right? Okay. Let's look at it with white people who want to say the word nigger. Okay. Okay. Which is not okay. Which is not, I'm not And I can tell you this, as someone who has a black friend here in the room with me, you do, that does not give you a, a card that, no. you know, with like a punch no. card where you get to do that. It doesn't. But, but no. the, thing, <laughs> the thing that comes up, the argument that comes up when it comes up with the N-word, which mm-hmm. I actually don't like to say, I don't want to put it in your head. It should come out of my mouth. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if you want to say, it, you should say it. There's I'm this, not gonna say it, <laughs> and I'm not gonna. Not in a million years am I gonna say it. I will totally give you your black. Hell no. no I'm the emperor you just hang on to that. Um, no, when it comes to the N word, uh, there's this notion that uh, people get really angry. Like, why is there something I can't say? Right. So I've, I've gotten in arguments with friends of mine, white male friends of mine, mm-hmm. who are sort of bemused at this fact that they can't say it. They're not allowed to say it. I'm making quotes with my fingers. Yeah. Right? And the interesting thing about it is, is the question always comes out of my mind, of course, is why do you want to, like, why do you care? Like, why would you want to say it? You don't have a reason to say it. Right. It's not going to enhance your life 
in any way. Do they have a rap career? No, in fact, no, they don't. Okay. All the best white rappers don't even say it, (laughs) right? There's probably a really good reason for that. Because they shouldn't. They shouldn't say it. (laughs) No. And yet the argument is always, I don't like the fact that there are people who can do something that I can't do. Yeah. And when we get back to this notion of racism, white supremacy, disenfranchisement, what we're constantly seeing is this notion of, I want to be the victim. I need to make everything about me. Mm-hmm. So even though you're having a problem, I need to make. I need, I need to take center stage. This needs. To, this has become my problem. It's not fair that you advocate for uh, that Black Lives Matter or that Black people shouldn't be gunned down. In, uh, unarmed Black people shouldn't be gunned down in the street by police. What really matters is that police are being killed. Okay, police are being killed. And honestly, police are being killed. Police do get killed in the line of duty. Mm -hmm. Not at the rates that criminals are killed, as though criminals are not citizens. Not at the rates that unarmed black people are being killed. But police do get killed. And police deserve to be protected. But police also have the training, the money. They also have guns of their own. And their job is to go after trouble. Right? Their job Mm -hmm. is to, when there's trouble that happens, police are supposed to go do it. There's tons of videos that a lot of, like, Blue Lives Matter people will post where something happens, people are running, and then you see all the cops like get up and start moving toward toward the disaster. Mm-hmm. And that's fantastic. Yes. That's their job. Right. That's what they signed on to do. That's why, they, again, they have the training. That's why they have bulletproof vests. That's why they have uh, assault vehicles and the bomb squad and SWAT teams. And they do some difficult work. That being said, they have all that. And, and even though there's a lot of people who don't like cops, cops are still not being killed at the rates that other people are being killed wrongly or rightfully, regardless. There's a lot of people being killed. Yeah. So it's unreasonable to think that people can't say Black Lives Matter or they, or they want to advocate uh, for a particular disenfranchised group. And because you can do that without alienating a different group, even if that group is partly responsible for what's happening to the, to the disenfranchised group. Yeah, the uh, the thing that I keep seeing about this in my Facebook newsfeed, which I hate, and we'll get to that later, but um, what I keep seeing is, uh, you know, kind of on both sides, somebody's like, something bad happened to so-and-so, and everybody got pissed off, and something else bad happened to this other guy, and nobody cared. Just goes to show you. And it's like, I think that that's great because it's a a good reminder that you are only allowed to be pissed off about one thing at a time. Mm. You're only allowed to be outraged about one thing at a time. Not two things, just the one thing. So choose carefully. So you you can either be upset about uh, unarmed black people uh, that keep turning up in the news because they've been shot by a police officer. Or driven around in a rough ride. Yeah. Or, or killed in serious circumstances at a jail cell. Sure. There's, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. You can be upset about that. Mm-hmm. Or you can be upset about uh, a thug killing a cop in the line of duty while they're trying to protect citizens. And that that cop does not get to go home uh, to his family that night or her family that night or any other night. Uh, you cannot be upset about both of those things, uh, even though they're both unjust, even though they're both, you know, you, you, you can just be upset about the one. That's right. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Exactly. So, so quick experiment here. Try to be upset about both of those things at the same time. Just really, really scrunch your face up and kind of okay. lean into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Don't, don't pull a muscle. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, man. It's really, I feel like Facebook has really trained me to only be mad at one thing at a time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And when you think you're supposed to be mad about this thing and then you find out about this other thing and you have to shift all of your outrage to that other thing. You can't be outraged about two things at the same time. I tried it last week. Blew out a hamstring. Can't run now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a not hamstring. possible. No, yeah. it's not because you'd be just going back and forth. Yeah. I think I might have been doing that wrong. Yeah. Possibly. So, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to run to different computers. Yes. <laughs> But in the case of, uh, of Black Lives Matter um, and, and Blue Lives Matter, the, the last thing I guess I'd really like to say or really like to point out is, again, this notion that it, you're right. It is okay to be outraged at multiple things. That's not what I'm saying. That, uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's, it's not, it's, no, it is. Indirectly, <laughs> it is. Right. Indirectly. <laughs> but there's also 
this idea that we need to, you know, I don't care anymore. Black lives matter. Black <laughs> lives matter. Football. <laughs> yes, I. You know, when people say like all lives matter, it's like, yes, of course, but we weren't saying that to ex- like we weren't. That's not we. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. You get the <laughs> yeah. The whole thing just makes me sad because, uh, you know, uh, innocent people just shouldn't get shot. No, innocent people shouldn't. I don't care who they are. Honestly, it's, nobody you know. should get shot, in my opinion. But here's what I will say. And then the notion is, again, this, this idea of Black Lives Matter. But the, the argument that comes up a lot on the other side, it's not just Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter, right? Mm-hmm. It's also, why aren't these Black Lives Matter people stirring up stuff every when this black person killed another black person what is this what is this black on black crime that the black community doesn't want to address and for me that's one of the greatest misnomers in uh just the pop the lexicon right that's our culture this notion that nobody cares when people are being murdered by people of the same race most crime is done like um intraracially right white, yeah white crime white on white crime is just as prevalent as black on black crime there's no yeah <laughs> there's no there's no real correlation. In fact, black people don't commit like white people commit more crimes against white people than black people commit against white people. Right? Like by I didn't know that. scores. Yeah. Like it's something like, you know, seventeen percent of crimes or something really tiny of black people like going outside of their race to commit crimes right. against the white person. Yeah. Like that doesn't really happen a lot, but yet that is the story that is constantly sold. That's where yeah. a lot of the fear is drummed up from. But when criminals do bad things, you don't protest criminals by going outside and trying to uh, jump support. Like, the police exist to handle criminals. Right. right. And, and how they deal with that needs to be done in a, and still in a, in a fair and in, in an even-handed way. Mm-hmm. So the note, but when police are acting out of turn or doing things that are irresponsible or not doing their jobs right or are being used as an arm of a system that is designed to leech money off of or keep a particular population down that needs to be addressed and that can only be addressed by a certain level of civil disobedience and sometimes it's just protesting and blocking traffic and other times it's a full-blown riot yeah but the bottom line is is that black lives matter has a very specific or has specific specific goals and milestones they want to hit and going into the community to try to convince criminals not to be criminals is not what they do that's literally the job of the police yeah. It's not the job of an organization that is designed to make sure that the system that we live under is working fairly for the people that it's supposed to be protected, protecting. And lastly, poor people pay more than rich people for the police in most cities because there's more poor people. Yep. So the, this idea that people need to be protected, the disenfranchised are the people the cops should be looking after. Right. More so than even the rich people. Just food for thought. That's no all- taxation without representation. <laughs> That was a whole meal for them. <laughs> Eat up. This is the part where I'm, a, I'm supposed to come up with a segue, and I really don't know how to follow that. <laughs> well, it was a great show, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Listen to the new Prince record. I heard it was good. Oh, but there's more that we could talk about. Yeah, we just got to play some music and be like, we'll take a break. And then we drink some root beer, and then we come back. We could do that. We just throw down a musical interlude in the middle of this. Yeah, play Benny versus the Beast song. Oh, there you. Oh, there we go. You could. You want to plug some stuff? No. You want to plug? You want to plug a show? No, not for our first show. Okay. <laughs> Save that for show number two. Yeah. Okay, Mike's in a band. Y'all are gonna be hearing trust about me that. First, and then I can oh, okay. about all my other things. Okay, bring in the trust first. I like that. <laughs> Sucker him in. Uh. So. Uh, this is a terrible segue, but uh, forging ahead. Uh, hey, you remember that time a few minutes ago where I said I hated Facebook? <laughs> I do remember that. I know. I remember you I saying do. that because I thought to myself, I hate Facebook too. Like, oh my God. Isn't it the worst? And it used to not be. And right now, it's awful. Well, break this down for me. Break down that it used to not be. I'm really, I'm really interested in that. Uh, I don't, in the beginning, 
you know, in the beginning, um, there were, uh, you know, you didn't have that many people to talk to on there. And uh, they seemed to, I don't know, it just seemed to be more interesting, you know. Okay. And now I'm, I'm getting uh, a lot of bullshit in my news feed. It's mostly uh, stuff that people like. It's not anything that anybody's saying. Mm -hmm. It's just stuff that they like. And so I'm getting stuff from people I don't know, you know, third-party news sources, like all kinds of stuff that I don't care. Like I got on Facebook so I could keep up with my friends and what they're doing. And, um, and, and a lot of them are having lunch at a place and they're taking a picture of that. Oh, and I, that's awful. I think I see what the problem is. No one should do that. I do see what the problem is. What's that? It's threefold. Mm -hmm. Number one, you have boring friends. Number two, Facebook is stupid. And number three, is Facebook is really stupid ever since they went public. Yeah. Do you remember this? Remember Facebook going public? How long ago was that? I don't it's even remember. Like maybe two and a half years, maybe something like that. Okay. Like there was a time where Facebook was still independent, but you know, worth a ton of money. And then when they, you know, like brewed an IPA or whatever it is that businesses do to go public. IPO. Ah, an IPA is a hoppy beer. Is it? An IPO <laughs> is a shit ton of money raining down from the sky. Shit ton of money raining down. That it's was that second one. Yeah. But then they had to be profitable. Sure. And, and suddenly, I noticed that Facebook became more about. Facebook was is becoming more. Something that is trying to compete with Google, and they want to compete with Google by by creating a space that you never have to leave, right? Sort of your own space, your a, own a space. MySpace, a, if you will. <laughs> a MySpace, yes, yes, it's all making sense now. It all makes sense. You go there for your friends, and you see what they're doing, what what your friends are up to. You're yeah. for, a, a friendster, perhaps. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, but no, like it, it suddenly was like they needed to create advertising, but mm -hmm. they also needed to like pump, pump all these other news sources where you can constantly see things that are going to make you react and make you click. Yeah. And that is kind of what the game is. Like I, most of what I see is again, like you said, things that people like or things they post from other sources. Oh, this is from Huffington Post. Yeah. Um, or this is a trending uh, topic. Right. Oh, Bill yeah. Cosby. Don't you want? Don't you love Bill Cosby? Want to learn about Bill Cosby? Who did oh, Bill Cosby break this week? Uh, or, 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 you know, Black Lives Matter, or whatever mm -hmm. the trending thing is. Here's yeah. your friend talking about the trending thing, so you right. can get into the debate and you can stay on Facebook forever, forever. It's making me hate it. But now you see, there's all, but it's the little things on the fringes that create this notion that I've that I've seen of, of, yeah. of wanting to create a place you never have to leave. Because now you can send money through Messenger. Right. Right. So now, you know, you can message people and you can, you can go right to phones and you can call people on Facebook just like Hangouts. Yeah. Right. Except everybody's already on Facebook. Yeah. You send money to your grandma right here on Facebook. Hey, you like that interesting product? You can buy it right here on Facebook. You don't have to go to Amazon to get a product. Right. And that's. I don't want to buy shit on Facebook. I don't want to buy shit, period. <laughs> that's why I want to get rich of these podcasts, dog. giving me stuff. Call us NPR. It's like, you guys hear that new NPR show in all fairness? Yeah, let's give those guys money. Yeah. On Facebook. If you see us on Facebook, feel free to hit the little money button and yeah. donate. Yeah. I don't even think we're on Facebook yet. We're not on anywhere yet. We're on the Twitter. Sweet. We're on the tweets. Yeah. We are on the tweets. Anyway, it's Facebook is terrible, and I hate it too. It is. And I don't think that my friends are that boring. I think it's just the <laughs> things that they are – well, you're my friend, so and I find you highly entertaining. But I think the things that Facebook is choosing to report on about my friends is the least interesting part of them. <laughs> well, I think we all now have a reason. Like there was a time when it used to be also – used to be interesting, right? Mm -hmm. like you said that it used to be interesting yeah. when it was all college people. Right. You had to be in college because so your mom mm -hmm. wasn't on there, grandma wasn't on there. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and we hadn't went and found every single person that we knew from back in the day yet. Nothing. There's so many people who I'm like, I don't even... Yeah. They're all going to listen to this what? podcast and be like, she better not be talking about me. No. Not <laughs> you. You listening, it's not about you. It's about that other guy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, but like, now we're all more conservative. Think about how much more conservative you are than you would have been in 2007. Right? 2006. Yeah. Right? Like, well, I could post pictures of, of me at the party. 
or whatever. But now yeah. it's like I can't say if I went out on a date with somebody because what if someone else I want to go on a date with hears about it? Or, or what if I'm dating yeah. multiple people? I, I can't say – I don't want to put things about when I went on a party to or, or, or what I drank or whatever because what if a potential employer looks at my Facebook? Yeah. Now there's no profit in being interesting yeah. unless you are already making money from being interesting. Like that's your job. Right. Then you can't be interesting and fun and cool. You have to be stable – and you have to have the right politics and you have to create this portal that people will go see that's supposed to look impromptu. I'm making quotes with my fingers. <laughs> and it's supposed to look like something that's not fabricated. You know, it's like uh, when you, you, know, you kind of mess up your hair just right. Mm-hmm. It, look like, it just looks like that. That has never worked for me. It has not worked for me either. Yeah. But that's what You don't have Facebook a lot of hair to work with up there. <laughs> but that's what you're supposed to do with Facebook. You have to make, yeah. you have to make your life look cool and good and fun and engaging. Effortless, yeah. It is like being like Marilyn Monroe. See, I'm doing it wrong because I post a lot about how tired I am. <laughs> yeah, you do. So, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, she must be exhausted. She's doing it all. She has the kids and the husband and the job. Yeah. Just look at her. She's like a very Tyler Moore, but like better." I'll take that. That show's awesome, by the way. Yeah, no, she's great. It's a great place to look at what '70s sexism was like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. When it was okay to call people toots. But it was not okay to be divorced. <laughs> right. Not okay to be divorced. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I hate about Facebook is um, uh, these uh, pictures with words on them. Those are the worst. The quotes and the little the little cartoons with the words on them. And any picture that has words on it fucking annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> I can't stand it. Okay. And so I actually uh, wrote a letter to Facebook about these. They're usually inspirational quotes. So uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to share it with you I'm now. I'm very interested to I'm, hear this letter. Yes, I, I'm glad. Because here it goes. <laughs> Dear Facebook, a lot of people on Facebook likes to, like to post inspirational quotes, usually in the form of a picture with words on it. I call these picture words. Yes, I'm in marketing. And I have many dear friends who post these inspirational quotes, people that I think very highly of. But they are not for me. In fact, I hate them with the flaming intensity of all of the volcanoes on Earth erupting at once. I saw one the other day that said, more important advice than do what you are passionate about is be passionate about what you do. And if you have any idea what the fuck that means, you need to stop smoking the drugs. Facebook, I'd like to suggest some possible improvements to your software that I think will help everyone, but mostly me. For starters, I think there should be a non-inspirational mode for people who are either already plenty inspired or so jaded and cynical that no joy can penetrate their cold, dead hearts. Doesn't that sound nice? I think there should also be a political rage mode where only infuriatingly inaccurate political posts show up in your newsfeed. You should be able to whip that one up over the weekend as it will very closely resemble exactly what we have right the fuck now. As a counterbalance to that, you could also have well-reasoned political arguments mode, which would take everyone about four seconds a day to get through. A real time saver. And who knows, maybe you could even experiment with a VIP stalking mode where you actually show people what's happening in the lives of those important to them instead of showing your former co-worker's third cousin's niece's quinceanera. Congrats, Maria, whoever you are. But first, let's see what we can do about all those inspirational quotes, because the next time I see a Maya Angelou quote next to a black and white photo of her facial profile, I'm going to put my fist through a goddamn cinder block wall. Yours truly, uninspired. Wow. That sums up exactly how I feel pretty much about everything. (laughs) Not just Facebook, but just... No, not just Facebook. Just life in no, general. Right, look, if that's your problem with Facebook, picture words, yeah. don't go to Instagram. <laughs> Instagram is like 85% picture words and 10% butts. Oh, gosh. I go for the 10%. Well, I, I kind of figured that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, I'm not on the Instagram because uh, I'm, I'm uh, uh, pretty much the oldest 34-year-old uh, ever. That's cool, because I think I'm the youngest 20, 20, no, 33 and 9 tenths year old. Yeah. Yeah. 11, so 12th. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're you're real one, close, right? One week. Yep. <laughs> I know you invited me to that party, right? Yeah. All right. So we're having a roller skate. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like I could injure myself. Yeah, it does. No, actually, I'm a pretty good roller skater. Really? Yeah. Skate well, I can't go backwards. Okay, me neither. No. Then I guess that means you're not. You're I'm. Just... I'm a. Let me rephrase that. I'm a pretty good forwards skater. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. Which has not served me well in uh, my career at all. No. So. I didn't think it served you well as a hobby. No. I don't think it served anyone since like nineteen like seventy eight. <laughs> no, I think the last time it served me was like at my ninth birthday party. What about when you were on the cast of that movie Roll Bounce starring Bow Wow? Oh yeah, no, and that that's when it came in handy. <laughs> yeah, that it did. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> Is he? Nice guy. Really? Yeah. Well, Just a charmer. Just a real charmer. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that about him. He's a, he's a sweetheart. Are there any picture words with Bow Wow on them? Probably. <laughs> it's a big internet out there. I'm going to go find one. I don't want to make one. You Please what, don't do that. You know what I'm be curious about? Who makes all these things? Because I feel like the people that I, I see know. that post these things don't make these things. No. So that means they have to find these things. Like someone is making it. Like someone is like their, their job is like yeah. 8 to 10 hours a day. Is sitting there and like finding Albert Einstein quotes, yeah, to like turn into picture words. What if it's like just one asshole and they're all coming from this one asshole with Photoshop? I wish, but I think there, there's too many, yeah, for one asshole to do no matter how proficient he is, yeah, there's just too many. You know, you know what else is really messed up? I was listening to a crack podcast about this, like how many mm-hmm. quotes are wrong, or like how many yes. times, yeah, they're like, um, you know, uh. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein. Yeah. And I don't think Albert Einstein ever said that. Yeah. Who and said it? I don't know. Okay. Moreover, I think that's ridiculous. I think that's actually science. Because you do things over and over again to find out if it changes or not. Or you yeah. do things with slight differences so that you can make sure that your, your science is sound. Yeah. That's like, that's not, that's science. It's not insanity. It's called a hypothesis, bitches. Right? It's called the scientific motherfucking method. Yeah. Sign Isaac motherfucking Newton. <laughs> Holla back. Dropping apples on your goddamn head. <laughs> <laughs> All day. All day. Can't stop, won't stop. Right. That's how gravity works. Newton, holla. You literally cannot stop it. <laughs> unless no. you leave the stratosphere. <laughs> you die. Space is working. Anyway. <laughs> That one came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and speaking of things coming out of nowhere, do you like how I'm doing with the segues today? Yeah. I think I'm really crushing it with the segues yeah, really into the different segues. parts of the podcast. Maybe if I could see it, I could segue too, but since I'm like, I forgot what was on the outline. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm your... Uh, like, yeah, I think now's a good time to segue. I'm your podcast Sherpa here. I'm trying to keep this thing from yeah, going off the really, goddamn rails. Ah, <laughs> ah, what am I allowed spit on your feet? Um, <laughs> That's not even the right animal. I think you're thinking of a lemming. Maybe? No, mama lemming? spit. Mamas get angry and spit. But they don't follow you. Yeah, they do. They, well, what do Sherpas? Sherpas don't lead lemmings. Nobody leads lemmings. Well, I thought you were talking That's why about... That's a game uh, called lemmings, about little guys that just fall into pits if you don't do anything. I feel like our metaphors are... Uh, My metaphors are sound. <laughs> I feel like our metaphor lasagna got better. Metaphors are more sound than this claw. Oh, comic book reference. Suck it down. Yeah, that's another one I'm not getting. <laughs> Just right overhead. My, my, my metaphors are more better than blues. Blues. <laughs> suck it down. Denzel Washington. Spike Lee joint. Yeah. St- also have not seen that one. My Bleeding Gums Murphy? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> that like one's that. a Sim- Sim- Simpsons reference, right? It was. Because okay. That, I, I know that one. Yeah, all right. Bleeding Gums Murphy. Woo! Oh, in the house. Look at us. We're yeah. so on the same you know, page. You know, you know, when you talked about your... your uh, your high school prowess in the French club, like you do yeah. sound a bit Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I am Lisa Simpson. Really? Yeah. I can't play the saxophone, but I have a lot of other things play that I flute, can do. Don't you? No. You play anything? No. Really? Well, I play the guitar. Oh yeah. But I didn't start doing that until after high school, way later. Okay. I was in choir. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's at. Sure. A lot of a lot of hot stuff going on in the choir. <laughs> I did a madrigal. Really? Yeah, fucking magical. At UT? No, in, in oh. uh, high school choir. Did we have magicals in high school choir? Fuck yeah, Did we, we go had. To the same school? I was dropping magicals. I feel like we didn't go to the same left school. and right and center. I didn't join a choir until college, so I don't even know. 
You were a choir in college? No, I'm her singers. I did not know that. I was chasing a girl. Oh, oh. shit, she might listen to this. How'd that go? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Don't worry, we can edit that. Was there a special outfit? Awesome. That made you look terrible? There's always a... Because all the Longhorn organization outfits that I've seen, not great. That <laughs> well, that look, shade of orange is not flattering on anybody. <laughs> you've already seen the admin fucking cheese outfit. And that yes. was a bunch of stuff I own. So, <laughs> like, those are actual clothes. Just laying around wear. in your closet. I actually wear them. Yeah. I'm wearing that jacket right now. No, you're not. Don't. I'm sitting across from you. You're not filming this. Am I, am I ruining this for this? You were ruining this for oh, everybody. Oh, shit. Silicon Hills, bitch. It's... It's our first episode. I'll learn. I'll do better next time. Oh, well, that's fine. I'll get snappier with the lies. Snappier with the lies. <laughs> that's good. I like that. That's then I can run for office. That's the title of this episode. But on Snappier with the lies. Okay. Writing snappier it down. Snappier with the lies. <laughs> what else we got on the docket? Uh, the last thing that I wanted to go over is, um, so as much as I hate Facebook, I love Twitter uh, because it actually is entertaining. Well, it's, and, it's words without pictures. Exactly. And words without friends. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, everybody that's on my Twitter account, um, I don't know. I, you are, you and like two other people are the only people that I actually know right. on Twitter. And everybody else is just somebody that I followed because they're funny. Yeah. And oh my God, I love Twitter. It's so great. Uh, so I wanted to uh, give a shout out to one of my favorite Twitter accounts, at uh, PixelatedVote. Uh, I'll, I'll give you... One hint of what the uh, the avatar is on that. It's a pixelated. Oh. It's a Sherpa. No, it's not. No. You are bad at this. Uh, so uh, I picked out this tweet that I wanted to share because every time I read it, it makes me crack up. So I'm going to try to get through this without laughing. Okay. <laughs> it's too late. I'm already laughing. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Another loan application denied. Why did I let Riza talk me into changing my name to Kung Fu Ghost Murderer? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's good, Those right? Names, right? Fun yes. fact. Are you familiar with Childish Gambino? Uh, a little bit. Donald Glover. Yes. Right? Love Donald Glover. That's where Childish Gambino came from. From the Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, when you no, think about the, it. No, from the Wu-Tang name generator thing? Oh, really? Like the shit back in the day? <laughs> Like, when we first got to college, it was like, what's your Wu name? You put your name in there, and then you get Kung Fu Ghost Killer, whatever, <laughs> like him, or Cybernetic Tiger, in my case. Cybernetic Tiger? Dope, right? And uh, Childish Gambino. You should legally change your name to that. Right, Why have you not done that? Because I want to get loaned someday. Like, <laughs> Kung Fu Ghost, ghost Dog. Kung Fu oh, I wonder what mine is. I'm sure there's a million of them. I gotta go find out now. Yeah, I'm really excited. Now I got something to do for next episode. Exactly. Well, or as a, another option, as a Snoop Dogg would say, we could just chill until the next episode. Do you like that? <laughs> Hold up. That was a deep cut. That was a, no. <laughs> I pulled that one from way back in no. 1996. I'm I pretty think. sure that's like the second track on that record. It's no. No, but it was from a long time ago. Is what I'm saying. But it's, they still play it. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm delighted by that. I, they should play it more. Yeah. All the time, really. <laughs> no. They, they do. They don't want to hear it anymore. Like, a deep cut would have been like, mm. all these hoes have bet somebody here going fuck. Like, that's kind of a deep cut. When's the last time you heard that? Never. Uh, this would be the first time, I think. Booyaka Maybe the second. Take that. Take that. Take Who that. Who is that even? That's Dre. Okay. <laughs> that's... It's like Chronic 2001. Is that song called uh, Estimated Guess? Or Guesstimate? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, you, yeah, that is a good Prognostication. Name. Actually, do you want to go through all my songs and just pick better names for them than whatever I came up with? Because that's really good. We could do that. Estimated yeah. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> all these men and all these women, I'm sure someone here is going to have sex. That's my estimated guess. Yeah. Hashtag prognostication. Hashtag prognostication. I like Twitter, too. Yeah, and I like Twitter too because I feel that it's a place. It's a great place for smart people and dumb people, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, you know who you are. And if you go there, you're just gonna see so it's like a bunch of information. But the reason why I think you like Twitter, mm-hmm. especially over Facebook, is because you built Twitter. You turned Twitter into something that you wanted. Like I have control over it. You, but you, I mean, you made the choices, and because yeah. Twitter didn't attract your family mm-hmm. it didn't attract didn't attract a bunch of picture words it does but i mean you have chosen who you're going to follow right in a way that it, it almost feels like you can't do on facebook right if i unfollow grandma 
I'm a hear about it from mom. If I unfollow, sure. you know, high school friend at such and such or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get some weird message or some some sort. Of, they think I'm doing some weird passive aggressive thing. Right. They added the unfollow feature, mm-hmm. which is cool. There's yeah. a lot of people whose stuff I just don't get anymore. Right. And I don't miss it. You know who you are. And <laughs> but with Twitter, it's like I can just I don't have to follow anybody. And because it's still it's like the last bastion of anonymity on the internet in a lot of yes. ways. Because you can't be anonymous really anywhere unless you're a monster hacker. But yeah. for the rest of us, we all have like a, like an identity. And even though I have an identity on Twitter, I'm the same person everywhere. I feel like if I have, I can have another Twitter that doesn't go back to me where I can say whatever I want to whomever I want yeah. and put out whatever I want to put out and just see what happens. Right. In fact, I was even tweeting as Cyclops from the X-Men for a while. Like you do. A really angry Cyclops. Sure. Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't do that. Hashtag optic murder. <laughs> Tired of people shitting on my boy. That is a great name for a song. Optic murder? Yes. Is it? Or that that should be my Wu Tang name. <laughs> optic murder? Yeah, and let me tell you why this is an appro- why this is actually appropriate. Okay. I I mentioned earlier that I'm the oldest thirty four year old ever. Indeed. I have prescription reading glasses. Not regular reading glasses that you could just buy at the drugstore. I have prescription reading glasses because that's how old of a 34-year-old I am. So optic murder would be very appropriate because that is what is happening to my eyeballs every day. Very well, then. With this and the power vested in me (laughs) and this smartphone (laughs) in my hand, I dub thee optic murder. I just got woo knighted. You did. We'll take it up with the rest. We'll take it up with the RZA. Wu-Tang Knighted and it feels so good. We got the Optimo over here from Wu-Tang Quinn. <laughs> Just want to you know, appreciate you coming out. Uh, Join the Quinn. Yeah, we need to drop an album like tomorrow. <laughs> Let's both skip work tomorrow and we'll just drop an album. I'd also like to point out that you didn't shit on my RZA, uh, my RZA impression, so I'm one for three now. I'm pretty sure that one was terrible, too. It was not terrible. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Oh, I was man. trying to let it go. I was going to wow. let that one fly by. Supposed to be good at All right. Uh, we should wrap this up because uh, I got to go home and uh, get to bed because I got to go to work in the morning. That makes one of us. Yeah. <laughs> this is my job. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that this, uh, we, should, we should do this again. This is good. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. Uh, for anybody listening out there in podcast land, both of you, uh, if you want to keep in touch with us, uh, we will be on SoundCloud. Uh, we also have a Twitter account. Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, in all faircast. Yes, at in all faircast. Thank you. Uh, and uh, we will also be on iTunes as well. Uh, so keep an eye out for us. And thanks for listening. And uh, we hope to see you again next time. Football. Woo!